delivery, bros. One. And hey, what's up, guys? My name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. The Midnight Marauder, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. And today, we have a special guest. Um, she's actually a good friend of mine. She's actually been on the show um, once before. So this right here is a surprise cameo coming in from the land of L.A., actress extraordinaire fantastic her presence is Jurassic so dangerous you can almost call it lay placid from horror films to serious roles something that will even capture your heart with her style and profile mademoiselle would you like to introduce yourself hello I'm Billy Yes, we have Billy Sharpen <laughs> in the building once again. So I'm actually happy that you came back, girl. We had a good conversation last time you were here. Yes, we did. Definitely. So so what have you been up to these days? What's been going on? Um, right now working on a um a new horror film that we're trying to get funding for. So I'm trying to get, you know, the the whole thing out there, you know, so mm-hmm. people can people can uh, maybe take a look at it and you know. Hopefully help us fund it so we can get it made. I can dig it. What's the name of the horror film? It's called Follow the Leader. And the director and the writer's name is Jessica Brown. She's absolutely brilliant and very talented, up and coming. And uh, really, really, really like her work. So this is really why I'm pushing so hard for this. I can dig it. Sounds like to me you believe in what she's doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, are you allowed to give us kind of like a premise of what the horror movie's about? Yeah, sure. Um, okay, it's about a group of women who form a friendship while working in a toxic uh, work environment. They reunite for a weekend of a yoga and meditation retreat in the wilderness. When, uh, when one of them starts, well, actually, it starts as an ideal girl's trip, and it quickly escalates into a rescue mission when one of the members from the group fails to return to camp after investigating a cabin in the woods. When the second team sets out to the cabin and fails to return, the remaining members call friends for help and set out in the woods to try to find all their missing friends and their host. But a lot of uh, bad things happen in there, but I can't really give it away because it'll give away the whole premise of the film, but that's pretty much what I can tell you. What I've been allowed to tell you, actually, so... So, a creepy story in the forest. Oh, yeah, 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 of course, you know. <laughs> people go missing, you know. People turn up in unexpected ways, so, yeah. Oh. From what from what I've read of the script, it's, you know, I pretty much read all of it, and it's it's really, really good, and it's I think it's going to give people a really good scare, you know. There's plenty of, plenty of uh, creepiness to go around. Well, then, ladies and gentlemen... Be prepared, hold on to your seats, um, and bring a diaper, apparently. It's going to be a bit of a ride. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, You're going to be shitting your pants. <laughs> you may shit your pants. You heard us now from Billy Sherman. And this is 2019, coming soon to a theater near you. 
And also to a depends I'll hear you as well. <laughs> okay. Well I can dig it. So so um is there a website for it or a GoFundMe or a Patreon? Um, yeah, there's a there's actually a Kickstarter page for it. Um okay. I do believe I gave you the link, but I can tell you what it is on here so people can uh Yes. Look for it. Um I guess it's just if you go to Kickstarter, you look for Follow the Leader, and it, it says a horror film project, so you should be able to find it that way. Okay, okay. Well, then, Follow the Leader. Find it. Kickstarter. Go for it. Get this thing kicking in motion. Especially for all you horror fans out there. I know you're out there. Oh, yeah, definitely. I am oh, one yeah. of them. I absolutely adore horror, so I can't get enough of it, actually. If I choose I to watch anything, that's usually my first choice, and then I go to, like, action and then comedy. Like, comedy's, like, the bottom one. Like, it's okay, it's not my favorite, but... Well, you feel like, yeah, I might need a little laugh. You throw it yeah. comedy. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can dig it. Yeah, well, sorry about... busy that. yourself? Huh? You sound busy yourself? Oh, girl. Like... <laughs> Okay, my phone did a face plant yesterday. This is what happened to my phone. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, so I can't see the screen or nothing like that. So you know, apparently in between me contact. being asleep, my phone did a, like, I guess my phone must have vibrated or something like that. Oh, Fell no. off my computer and did a face plant. Now I can't see the screen. Well, you know, if you contact iCracked.com, you can actually get your screen replaced. And they do it in, like, 15 minutes, and it's usually, like, Maybe like anywhere from seventy to a hundred dollars. I've had to do it a couple times. <laughs> Somebody that understands my pain. Yeah, definitely. I'm clumsy as hell when it comes to my phone. Girl, this is the but third now, phone this year. But, but now I've got the the, the Note Nine, so like it's a you know twelve hundred dollar phone. There's no way I'm dropping this thing. I baby it like that, you know, that thing it will... cased up and locked up and like. Yeah. Chain mail or something. It's <laughs> like you will be dressed like a knight and you yeah. will make sure you fight the battle and win. Yeah. So yeah. A little a little shout out to I Cracked. You know, their site's real good. Check it out. That's iCracked.com. Believe me. I think we all need a little eye crack. <laughs> I just realized how that sounded. Kids, don't do... No, no not that crack. Anyways, continue. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's never a dull moment on this podcast. Anyway, so, Ms. Billy Ann, so, what else do you have coming up? What kind of projects do you have coming up? Um, I've got another horror film up in Fresno, and... Um which I don't really have all the details of that one yet, so can't really give that one away. Um, we did release the um, the short film that I did, but it, it went into like a couple things, but it didn't really win any awards, but that's all right. You know, it was still pretty good. People liked it. Um, and I've got a, like a, you know, a shit ton of auditions coming up, so that's about, that's about it right now. That and this follow the leader thing, so, you know, it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a dry spell, but that's all right. I'll get through it. Hey, we all do. Keep him pushing, though. I'm oh, going yeah, for definitely. It. definitely. I've got, like, five auditions this weekend, so... Good. 
Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, um, when we getting closer into pilot season or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. January is usually about the time the pilot okay. season. Okay. January is pilot season. So okay. we're we're close. We got a little bit of time, you know, prepare okay. and get ready. Okay. But yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. Because like, I've been seeing. Because like every, it seems like when we talk or whatever, or you message me, it's like boom, check out this audition I did. And I'm like, she got another one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of them. I mean, seriously, girl, you're always super busy. So like when I do catch you or something like that, it's like, hey, guess what I did? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Boom. I'll be like, Oh, that's so cool. And you'll see me and I'm like, yo, guess what I did? Bow. Oh. Oh yeah, he's a nice guy. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Stunting on each other, which is like, yeah, look what I'm doing in California. Oh, yeah, I'm remotely in Kansas City. Yes. Maybe you should go to Cali. You know, I wouldn't mind going to Cali. Like, it's a beautiful place. There's a lot of opportunities out there. I was actually talking to a young lady yesterday. Um, she is, a, uh, she's originally from Haiti. Well, that's her um, ethnicity. And She's trying to be, um, like, the next, you know, new Caribbean artist. And she's really good. Shout out to Sasha, by the way. And, um, you know, me and her got to talking about kind of how the industry is working out there in Cali. Like, it's still a thriving industry. And there's definitely a lot of doors that that can be open. So it makes sense to me for a lot of folks going out to Cali and doing what they got to do. Because, like, for instance, I remember we talked before. you um, You actually moved to Cali. Like so, you can get um get more acting jobs. Am I correct? Yes. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I did, and it's worked yeah. too. Because because when I when I was down in Mississippi and New Orleans, like the all the talent they had for their films already came in from they were already casted from Cali, so there wasn't much left over by the time they got there. You know, it was either like bit parts or you know extra extra work and stuff. Yeah, lots and lots of extra work if you want that, but that was not what I was looking for. So, yeah, I definitely had to make the move, and and I've not regretted it. Let me tell you, it's been really good to me out here, and it's only going to get better. So, I mean, sure. I mean, you keep working hard like you're doing. I see some great possibilities for you. Thank Straight you. up. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm Team Billy. I admit it. I'm part of the fan club. <laughs> I might be the president too, but and probably only member. (laughs) Ah well, still the president. I gotta be the president of son, and that ain't gonna be the United States, girl, because I will run this country into the ground. Let's not even get started on. (laughs) Yeah, you can't do any worse than what's in there. Like I said, um, so um, join the Billy Ann Sherman Club. Come into a Facebook near you. I'm not sure you are pretty cool. You should have your own fan club. Oh, thank you. One of my friends actually told me I should uh, try uh, doing some like uh, fetish modeling or something. I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know about all that. You know, it might get me in the wrong light. You know, people might see that and go, oh, yikes, she's in porn. No. No, thank you. Well, I mean, 
There's a way to do it tastefully, and then there's a way to do it more not tasteful. Wow, chicka, wow, wow. Yeah, I don't want to go the hustler route. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, nobody wants to go the hustler route. Well, I mean, fetish modeling is a lot different, but you know, it's still kind of it blurs the lines a lot. So, like, yeah, yeah. Some people don't get it though. I mean, yeah. the way I see it, if you wanted to do any type of modeling, um. You can always go with something more like, you know, I would say, what's the best word? Um, professional style of uh, photography, yeah, you know, like. Work and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, like, what's the um, boudoir or burlesque or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, where it's, yeah. it's not crossing the line too much. It's just, it's more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? More, I guess, more of a classic frame. Mm-hmm. Style or something like that. I yeah. mean, you do got a, you do got the look, and I know people will be like, "Oh my gosh, she's so pretty!" Oh. <laughs> yeah, I get that all day long. Actually, <laughs> some of these people, I tell you, they're 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 funny when they they compliment you and whatnot constantly, no matter what photo I put up or video or whatever. They're like, "Oh, you're so perfect!" You're like, you see it. Uh huh. I do. I'll be like. Dang, I just want to throw bottles of Aquafina all over this comment. It's like, you get a bottle, you get a bottle, you get a bottle. Oh, I need to just chuck this at your head, like, boom. <laughs> like, seriously, the thirst is real on your Facebook, girl. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I appreciate the love, you know, but still, it's, it's funny sometimes because it's usually all the same people. It's like, oh my gosh, you are perfect, you are a goddess. Marry me. I was, I was like, damn! I was like, man, I wish I got that type of love. I was like, I wish some people would tell me I'm a like mahogany god or something. Good grief! Come on, give me oh. something. <laughs> I was like, AKA, I'm also the mahogany god. People, show me some love. Tell me how beautiful I am. My <laughs> self esteem. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm too. I extra. am getting closer to my goal of marrying Johnny Depp too. By the way. Yes. It will Speaking happen. Of, you will see. It will. It will. I am going to say this. I'm so glad that um, I am so glad that he won that case. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, me yeah, too. I was well, like, I, that, I couldn't believe Johnny would do something like that. That court case is still going on, actually. He's only won pieces of it. Oh, he's not, only won pieces of it. Yeah, not yet. He hasn't done the whole thing yet, but you know he will. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got so much evidence against her, so she's an idiot. Yeah, she is. I'm not going to sit here in front. Like, I mean, the fact that he got treated so awfully, man, I feel bad for him. It's like, he's, he's one of those human beings that it's a rare occasion we get something like this mm-hmm. in our lives. Yeah. Like, he's up there with, like, Robin Williams and stuff like that. He's showing you you can be anything you want to be. But I, I mean, just look at his acting career. So, I got a lot of love for Johnny Depp. I remember we were gushing over him for, like, almost, like, 30 minutes last time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's Johnny Depp. So, it's just, like, to see that he was getting mistreated the way he was and he wasn't saying anything, I'm just, like, as, like it shows that... Abuse comes in all different forms and all different genders. That's true. That's very true. So I, I don't care. You're abusing somebody. That's not cool at all. 
And that's what I don't get. Like, she was arrested for prior. So, you know, it was really no surprise. Maybe she's not all there upstairs. That's the only thing I could think of. She can't be if she, if she did that to him. You know? She can't be. So. I was like, man, you already hit the jackpot. You're married to Johnny Depp. Yeah. And the, the thing is that she had posters on, on her walls. As a teenager, she said, of him. Like, that was her dream, to be with him. She got him, and then she ruined him. Like, really? What was the point of that? Um, it was too good to be true. Maybe she was just trying to pinch herself, but instead she decided to pinch Johnny. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, the, the only bad part with that is that she only used him to, you know, give her career momentum, so... Which now she's on the backslide down, so thank God. Don't like yeah. I've seen her face. She's definitely not getting a redemption angle anytime soon. Oh no, definitely not. No, that's that that's not happening. I can already tell. Like I've seen some actors do it. Some people even Mel Gibson even got somewhat of a redemption face. Yeah. But her Danny not. Jr. He was arrested for, you know, cocaine use and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. Went to jail, rehab, and everything. Keanu I know Reeves, Reeves has never done anything wrong. Never done anything wrong, but he did have some backslide because he did he did deal with addiction and stuff. Other than that, like, oh. yeah, yeah, he 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 had some else, but it wasn't anything towards other people. I will say that. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, like you see people in the industry. It doesn't matter because, like, I've seen J.K. Rowling's story and. Yeah, you know she had she had a rough life until you know she got in the thirties. Mm-hmm. So when I see all these people, Oprah, um, show people that invent like life changing technology or whatever it may be, everybody has a story. Hey, I'm a I'm a huge hip hop fan. Jay Z didn't make it until his thirties. Yeah, yeah. You know everybody has their struggles. It's what you do with that struggle. That's very true. So, to all those out there, I do want to say this real quick. If there's a dream that you're willing to go as far as possible for, and you really want to capture a goal for it, I mean, Miss Billy S. Sherman right here is a good example of that. She's still following her dream. She's still trying to go out there and capture it. So... And I can only imagine what her timeline has been to get to this point. Well, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> so, if I can ask you if it's okay with you, like, what's the um, adversity that you have faced? Because I know you're also a mom, too. Yeah, and... yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, my biological mother, she spent time in and out of prison. I never met her. Um, I was taken away from her by the state. I got adopted when I was six. Then Mm -hmm. military parents moved around a lot. Um, That was all right. Uh, Actually, I love moving because of it now. Um, Then, you know, I got pregnant with my first son, and the father left me with no money in a state where I knew no one. Wow. He was going to the grocery store. Asked me if I wanted anything special, and I looked at them and I said, "You're never going to come back. So why would I want anything?" 
And I knew it, like I could feel it, you know. And he didn't come back for 10 years. I mean, that's a really long wait in a grocery store queue. <laughs> I'm about to say, what was he looking for? Like the rarest truffle or something in that grocery store? I guess so, yeah. Every corner of that place was scoured. But, uh, you know, so that happened. Then, you know, a couple of husbands later, uh, I met my daughter's father. And he ended up abusing me for two and a half years. He tried to kill me. Um, and uh, so that happened. Um, he ended up, you know, pressing charges against me because he tried to strangle me to death and I, and I bit him. And because I bit him, I left a mark on his hand or his arm, something like that. So he put a, he put a protective order against me and because he was shorter and smaller, they gave it to him. And then in the state of Maryland, you do not have to prove that somebody broke a protective order to get them arrested. Isn't that nuts? Ain't that a B? Yeah, because the police told me, they're like, oh, we don't need proof. Well, he just said you did, so therefore we have to arrest you. I mean, granted, they threw all the charges out and whatnot, so thank God for that. But, I mean, you know, two and a half years of abuse by him against myself and, and my kid. Um, he ended up winning custody of my daughter. And, yeah. Um, so I'm still actually fighting that. But he got arrested for child abuse a year ago right before she came to see me so i mean i told him i said one day you will slip up and i, I just had to wait for her to get old enough to actually tell someone so when she did i mean it was a blessing actually in disguise i mean not for her but it was great to see that finally somebody could topple him and it happened to be his own child good yeah i mean she's a strong girl so but, uh, yeah, then, you know, I've, I've dealt with homelessness. I've dealt with being in, in a domestic violence shelter. You know, I've dealt with money problems like everybody, you know, uh, moving around and what have you. And then finally I said, you know, well, I'm going to California. And that's exactly what I did. My friends were like, oh, you're crazy. You'll never make it. There's a million of them out there. You know, they're all trying to do the same thing you are. I'm like, yeah, but they all don't look like me. They don't all have my talent, you know. I've got something mm -hmm. special to offer. Just like everyone else, you know, everyone's got something about them that's unique. True. So, yeah. I'll tell you, like, hey, you're doing better than most people. Well, All I'm right, definitely yeah, I, mean, I mean, so you're actually getting roles. You're getting, mm -hmm. like, hey, you started off with some master work, and then you started doing some mainstream stuff, got a little taste here, dip your foot in the water, and now you're doing some... You know, movies that got like a lot of potential to bring in a good audience, and yeah. so you'll never know if you don't try. Exactly, and you know that's what I tell people all the time. It's like, you know, your dreams—they're always attainable, no matter what it is. Even if you say you want to be an astronaut, if you work your butt off for them and you do what you've got to do, you can do anything you set your mind to. It doesn't matter what it is. Nothing. It does really doesn't matter. If you want to be the president? Go ahead. Go after it. You know, nothing mm -hmm. can stop you. I completely agree. So that's why I that's I mean you're a good example of why I tell people, but just because this is the situation now doesn't mean it's the situation forever. Right. And so I'm sorry that you had to go through all those events. Oh that's only a taste of what I went through, actually. My biggest adversity, you ready for this one? 
my real mom, right? She was she was pregnant with me, and she was six months pregnant. She got into a bar fight. She got stabbed in the stomach. I got stabbed in the hip, and I was born three months early. Wow. Yep. <laughs> so, I'm still here. <laughs> you can't kill. Excuse the interruption, but it's time for a message from our sponsors. Carlton's Grand Jerky. Sweet brine so divine that every taste is also fine. Enjoy Carlton's old family sweet brine recipe. It offers a grand flavor, a delicious lost taste for a healthy all-American traditional snack. Get yours today at Facebook.com slash Carlton's Grand Jerky. Once again, that's Carlton's Grand Jerky. Carlton spelled C-A-R-L-E-T-O-N-S Grand Jerky. Get yours today. The jerky was so good. Let's just say when I gave it to my mother, I'm just going to put in quotations, amazing. Because I don't want to lose my sponsor. But with that, we are back to the show. Hey, I'm Eric Morris with Morris Enviro. We provide accurate and cost-effective foundation repairs as well as dry solutions for your basement or crawl space. Now, if you're in the Atlanta metro area and you have water coming in below your house or you see cracks in your foundation wall, then give us a call at 770-546-3998 or visit our website at morrisonviro.com. Also, you can follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at morrisonviro to find useful resources that can help you with your foundation solutions. Oh, that's the worst to it. Uh, yeah, so um, she was also born immortal. Um, that's a whole different story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Highlander. <laughs> she is the Highlander. So she uh, she may look like she's in her 20s, but actually she is 120 years old. Exactly, yep. I feel like it some days, I tell you. So, yeah, see, this, uh, see, she found out what the Fountain of Youth is, um, and she put it together, and now here she is, championship. <laughs> uh, I, I'm such a nerd. Good grief. Anyway. <laughs> I don't feel bad. I actually classify as one as well. So, it's all good. So, all right, let me ask you this then. What are you mostly nerdiest about? What is like what turns you into just like the super biggest nerd? Uh, I would definitely have to say my my knowledge of, of horror films. I would say yeah. So definitely horror films. Yeah. Okay. Top five horror movies then. Okay, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, The Exorcist, uh, mm. uh, I'm trying to find some more obscure ones, um, 976 Evil. I think a lot of people don't know about that movie. <laughs> um, let's see, uh, 
Vampire's Kiss and probably um, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Okay. That's actually a pretty darn decent list. I'm not going to sit here in front. I can <laughs> dig it. I mean, Freddy. I've always loved Freddy. I, I mean, I, he's top number one. I've always had, like, I had a weird little crush on him as a kid. Don't know why. Freddy Cougar? Yes. I know. My, I know. I'm so strange, but yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's also a delivery of Burroughs first right there. <laughs> so to Robert England, just know you have a crush. Yes, I, I and him as well, you know, so, yeah. I mean, actually, Robert Ingram's actually a decent-looking guy. I ain't gonna sit here in front. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I think it was just because Freddie was, like, so um, sarcastic and, you know, he had a sense of humor. Oh, yeah, I, I love his dark comedy. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine you know, if, uh, Jason talked? How weird that would be? Like, you know, he's so- during the movies. I, I don't think the movies would be just as... They wouldn't be as scary. Nah, he's better off being the mass silent killer. Yeah. Definitely. Like, he just kind of teleports and slashes yeah. you with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no. If people were really actually running from him, they should have been able to get away. You know, but... Like, Do you know this man could teleport? <laughs> yeah, like, how did he get there so fast? Just walking. You're just like, you know what? I'm tired. Teleport. Oh, there you are. Slash. Yep. I do say the the, the Jason Takes Manhattan. Absolutely the worst in the series. I mean, they should not have even made that one. I mean, that I'll was a terrible one. Where he goes to, I will watch the one where he goes to space before I watch that one. Oh, not Jason X, girl. That's a movie that shall not be named. <laughs> I mean, it's not the best one. Definitely by far, but it's better than Manhattan, though. Come on. Manhattan was... I mean, of course, the Manhattan one actually was the the only one where they had a, a, a black guy actually go face-to-face with him and try to box him, so... <laughs> yeah, that was a bad idea. Yeah, it was like, mm, that's not going to work, you know, but, you know, whatever. He was, just, he was just like, yeah, come on, I got you. He goes then and tries to go for a couple body shots. Jason goes for an uppercut and there goes his head. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang. Jason yeah. literally took his head off, man. Jason need to go into boxing. I know, right? You know what I don't understand? Like, they could have put him through a meat grinder, you know, or something, and he probably still would have come back, but I don't know how. Like, mm. I mean, he does take over bodies and stuff. He is a, he's an angry spirit. Yeah, but it looked like he kept getting the same body, so that didn't really there make There was actually much. one body where he was actually a black guy. Yeah, I do remember that, yeah. I was like, Black Jason? I was like, I thought we only had Candyman. Huh. Well, speaking of Candy, he's going to be back as, an, as Candyman again. Yes, I'm excited about it. I ain't going to lie. That was actually the one horror movie that actually did scare me as a kid. I'm not going to sit here in front. Really? It was just something... Yeah, it was just something about Candyman that just creeped me out. I don't know what it was. Hmm. And then when I saw him, like, because he showed up in the um, Final Destination series and stuff like that, I was just like, is that? That is him. Oh, yeah. Can't ra- you he was in my childhood nightmares. He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny that um, 
like when I got adopted, right, my dad sat me down and we watched horror movies together. Like the very first horror movie I ever watched was American uh, American uh, Werewolf in London. And then I watched uh, Silver Bullet. And let me tell you, though, I became afraid of werewolves. <laughs> and I knew they really? couldn't be real. But I remember watching in Silver Bullet the, the, the werewolf climb to the second story on the, the trellis. And I was thinking, oh, my God, there's going to be a werewolf coming through my window any moment. <laughs> you know, and I was afraid to sleep with my bed next to the window. <laughs> I was such a weird child. And I thought there was witches in my closet. I don't know. But yeah, I one heck of an imagination. Yeah, but I could not get enough of horror. And I have never, never gotten enough of it. I absolutely, absolutely love it. I can dig it. Um, so that's kind of how I felt about, like, um, the Candyman series. Cause it it was like the whole premise or whatever. It was just that and somebody that looked like me mm-hmm. was a serial killer <laughs> with a hook. By the way, I know what you did last summer. You're welcome. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that was so petty. <laughs> there was there has been a lot of um a lot of good uh horror lately, but one of the ones that I'd actually say that actually did creep me out was uh, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. That one actually did creep me out. I couldn't believe it because, you know, I've seen almost everything and nothing scares me. I mean, it didn't scare me, mind you, but it did give me the willies, you know. I was like, oh, my. <laughs> like, that's really creepy. I- I'm not sure about that. But, yeah, it's on- I think it's on Netflix. Check it out. You'll love it. I promise. The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah. All you horror, um, you horrorcore fans out there, check it out. I mean, I'm about to check it out myself. Well, shoot, it's Friday. I might get some popcorn and do that. Well, it will be Friday, sooner or later. <laughs> okay, I forget what day it is some days. This is how I know I've been doing too much. I forgot what day it is. It's Thursday, I think. Or Yes, it is. Yeah. It is Thursday. Okay, it is Thursday. But when y'all see this next week, it'll probably be like Wednesday or something like that. Or mm-hmm. Monday. I'm not sure yet. Either way, just know it's going to be a party. So, but just know this week and I'm going to watch it. Okay. There you go. And, you know, next, uh, not this weekend, but next weekend, I'm going to Long Beach to go to the Queen Mary. And I don't know if you know what it is, but it's, uh, it's a ship that looks like a smaller version of the Titanic. And it's pretty famous for, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what, but, mm-hmm. um, it's haunted, so we're gonna go on a, a haunted tour of it. So I'm really, really excited about this. So I'll, I'll have to, I'll let you know how it went. Yo, definitely ch- tell me, and they allow take some pictures, girl. Cause I want to know. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, definitely. Most deaf. Yeah, cause I would love to know. Cause I, I think I've heard about the Queen Mary, but I forgot what the story was. Did somebody get killed or somebody fell off? What uh, happened? I don't know, but I know there's supposed to be a lot of dead people on there, so. Oh, is it like that one um that one movie where um it was the um ghost ship. the mo- ghost ship and that scene that was all twisted up or whatever like that wire just came out of nowhere oh, and just took yeah. out like <laughs> that was such a good movie I love that movie because it made me think twice about eating canned food man when he see he thinks that what was he thought he thought it was like baked beans or something and it was like uh, maggots oh yeah yeah mmm tasty. Oh, speaking of maggots, I went to this um, farmer's market with my roommate, right? And mm-hmm. this cheese shop specialized in, like, you know, special cheeses. 
And in France, they have a cheese that they make with maggots. They, oh like, yeah, it's from Eastern Europe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's from France, but um, it's um, the mag, you know, the maggots are no longer in there or anything. But oh my god, this cheese was so good! I actually got to try it. It was really, really good. Really? Is that actually that good? Yeah, it was. Very. I can't remember wow. the name of it. Start with an E, but yeah. I mean, because the maggots are not—they're not there. They just use them in their, their processing of the cheese. So. Right. Yeah, because I've heard about that cheese. Cause I know. Like Eastern Europe and um and France and stuff like that, they specialize in the cheese. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact, it's like I remember watching it um back in the day when they used to play Ripley's Believe It or Not on um TBS. Mm-hmm. I used to love watching that. And I remember they um had this family that would make it every year as a special like you know traditional thing. I think it was like for a holiday or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they would usually because they would leave the maggots in the cheese. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah. Hmm? No, thank you. Oh, come on, girl. That could be good protein. I'm sure it might be, but no, ew. <laughs> <laughs> no way. It was I, just like... I did try out for Fear Factor. You tried out for Fear Factor? Yeah, I did at one point. Uh, back in, I think it was like 2004. And they came to the Hard Rock Casino in Mississippi. And... Like they they chose like five people and I wanted to try out so I did. When they got to the hundred year egg, no, I couldn't do it. I just could not do that one. It was just it smelled absolutely awful. But the funny thing is, the day prior, I ran into the producers in a Asian food store. They were mm-hmm. buying the things to make the foods that people eat on the show. Like it's oh. not real pig vomit or anything. It's just like a bunch of stuff put together to make it look like vomit. Yeah, so. So basically, they're kind of doing like a placebo effect on people. Yeah, yeah, they make it as gross as they can, and and and, and usually it is very, very disgusting. But um, yeah, the the hundred year old egg is not really a hundred years old, you know, because that wouldn't really even exist. But it's just it's whatever they do to the egg, it's just absolutely like the grossest thing you've ever smelled and worst tasting. Yeah, it's some type of like I feel like because they sit in some type of water and. Mm-hmm. From what I heard, it smells like sulfur or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's really strong. Like it's something they do in China. I forget how they do it. It's, it's supposed to re- preserve it to where they can sell it for a long time. Yeah. It's, yeah, because I'm a huge foodie, so like I've seen all the shows, you know, bizarre mm-hmm. foods. I always like watching. I'm just like, what is he gonna put in his mouth next? Yeah. Yeah. He's even been to Kansas City. I didn't even know we had a bizarre food until I found out. People eat piss now. What? People eat pigs now. Hold on, they eat pigs. Wait a second, you do eat pig when you eat bacon or pork or something. A pig snout. Oh yeah, they eat gross. Yeah, like I did not know there was a restaurant in Kansas City, and I promise you, we got some good food here. I yeah. I was actually shocked, and I've lived here for like twenty one years now. Yeah, pig snout. They specialize in making pig snout sandwiches. You, no. Right. I- when I was little, I actually ate pickled pig's feet. Right. I mean, see, that's normal, especially especially in the uh, communities I grew up in. Mm. It's like, okay, pig's feet, I can understand. So, we everybody everybody in every culture has probably tried pig's feet at least once. Yeah. It's like, maybe, I tried it when I was an adult, and I didn't like it. <laughs> see, yeah, because, I mean, that's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Yeah, for me, like I don't, I don't really eat a lot of pork products. But yeah, me either. Yeah, it's just like I sparingly eat pork. Of course, you know, every once in a while, I want a crispy piece of bacon or something like that, or yeah, whatever. But most of the time, I kind of stick with like poultry and stuff like that. To be honest. Yeah, me too. I, I, I gotta be in somewhat of a mood. Bacon, but I won't eat it. I can dig it. I can definitely dig it. Yeah, because I'm sorry. I don't like cooking a whole bunch of pork. One, I'm not going to even sit here in front. I don't like getting grease popped up on me. No. I made a mistake my first time, um, my first years of cooking. I decided to try to cook bacon with my shirt off, thinking I was tough. That was a bad idea. Never cook bacon with your shirt off. It is not sexy at all. It was not sexy for me. Oh boy! But yeah, like over the years, like because we rarely eat pork in my house. Like it's not one of those things where you know we're not anti-pork or nothing like that. But it's just like for me, I can live without it. Take it or leave it. So you missing something? No, I was actually trying to plug in my laptop because it was dying and it didn't seem to like look like it was working at first, and then I had to check it. So sorry. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. I was, I, was like, she, I was like, what is she doing? I was like, dang, I must be born today. Now I want to go inside myself. <laughs> I think so myself. It's like, hey, conscious, what did I do wrong in this scenario? I don't know. You were not entertaining. <laughs> no, I just didn't want my laptop to die. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been absolutely horrible. No, you're okay, sincerely. Act natural, girl, like you always do. It's all good. So, oh, I feel like there was one more thing I need to ask you. Okay. Okay. So, um, so like, okay, so you've been in Hollywood now. How long? About six years. Well, not. In California, but like in the business for about six years. Uh, California for a year. So, so how do you feel now that you've been here almost a year now, like over a year? Um, it's it is frustrating, but I, I still wouldn't leave. You know, I mean, it, it'd be stupid to just walk away from it now and go, oh, well, I, you know, I can't do it out here. It's too rough. It's too hard. You know, no. You know, I mean, I've heard other celebrities say, you know, the road to success is not overnight. It's about 10 years. So <laughs> I've, got, I've got a few more years to go to pay my dues. I can dig it. So, I mean, what's been the hardest part about this transition for you? Mm. Hearing the word no a lot. A lot. Either I'm too tall, I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, I'm too young, I'm too old. It, I mean, it's like I can't be everything all the time. So, you know, hearing no has been a, a, a very big, hard thing, but I don't let it be daunting, you know? Mm. I just take it and go, okay, well, well, next one, let's go, you know? I mean, who wants. Oh, bloody hell, I don't remember. But I, I did hear one of the, some celebrities say, you know, I've gotten told no 600 times, but it's that one yes that's important. I can do that. So, 
So, I mean, dude, like, so being that you're an actress and everything, um, like, let me ask you this. So, like, on this role of being an actress and everything, like, you've had any, like, struggles, like, with the fact that you're focusing on this to be a career, like, have you had to, like, you know, seek other opportunities to keep things afloat since you've been in California? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've had to work other side jobs and whatnot for, you know, for them, for them a need of money, you know, because I'm not quite at that point where I'm making a lot of money with the acting thing. So, and, you know, I've got rent to pay, like everybody else, you know. So, yeah, I've, I've had to look for other opportunities to, to make some cash. Fair enough. Because, I mean, shoot, California ain't cheap. God, no. <laughs> I mean, rent usually starts around fifteen hundred and goes up, and that's for a two bedroom. So, yeah, wow. it's ridiculous out here. I do not believe that the prices should be as high as they are. There's no reason for it. I completely agree. I mean, when I was in California for a brief time, I was staying out there for a couple months, and just to get some toiletries and travel size cost me twenty bucks. Mhm. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's nothing out here is very cheap. You know, even the dollar menu doesn't really exist. It's still a dollar twenty nine for you know a dollar burger. You know, so it's like, okay, well, so much for that. Hey, welcome to the dollar twenty nine menu. Welcome yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's not the dollar menu. <laughs> you know, they've supposedly, you know, they supposedly have banned straws, but everywhere I go, there are straws. So what are they like paper straws or something? No, no, still regular straws everywhere. You know, I have been to quite a few restaurants where they have like poster that are straws, or they mm-hmm. have um, uh, paper straws. Which those things, if you don't, don't drink your drink fast enough, they disintegrate. I think they need huh. to. Rethink the, I need. They need to rethink that process. Maybe metal straws, maybe or something. I've seen those, or silicone. They can make silicone straws. That is true. So, guys, um, working your alternatives in California, I understand that you guys had to ban straws. Do see everybody likes to throw stuff in the ocean. But um, work in the process a bit. Now, in the Midwest, I ain't going to lie, we don't care out here. We're still <laughs> using straws. There's straws everywhere. This is like Oprah. You get a straw. You get a straw. You get a straw. Dagnabbit, <laughs> you get a straw, too. Oh, okay. Yep, and that's the Midwest for you. Kansas City, huh? I've never been there. I think I flew over it, though, recently. Hey, you're welcome here anytime. Let me know you ever drop by Kansas City. Okay, definitely. That's definitely a good place to get away for a weekend, too. I will say that. So, just let me know anytime. You're always All welcome right. here, girl. You got All a friend right. out here. Cool. Your, was there anything else you wanted to promote today? Miss Billy Ann, coming on my uh-huh. show for a second time, blessing me with your presence. <laughs> Uh, no, just follow the leader. That's all, you know. That's what I've got mainly going right now. So, you know, Kickstarter.com, follow the leader. Huh? I'll put that in the description below. Definitely, thank you. You got it anytime. Yeah, like I said before, Miss Billy Ann, you're always welcome to come on the show. 
And definitely check her out on social media as well. She's always got something popping off. You're on Instagram and you're also on Facebook. And um, do you have a Twitter, girl? Yes, I do, actually. Um, I don't really use it yet, so, you know, I almost find it pointless if you're not famous. So what's the point? Who cares about what you're doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know, I might put on me in a sandwich yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I mean, I may start using it as soon as some of work starts, you know, picking up and whatnot. And then I'll, I'll let you know then. Yeah, definitely let me know because we can always talk smack on Twitter, get a big Twitter beef starter or something like that. Get some notoriety. <laughs> it was like another news: Kansas City podcast and actress Billy Answer <laughs> get into an altercation on Twitter. It was like, oh yeah, well, this is what I feel about your horror movie. This is what I think about my horror movie. My top five is better. They've been arguing for five days straight. And <laughs> they got about 10 views. So to all seven of you, um, to the other three views. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How sad would that be, right? Yeah, I think I cried a little inside just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's true. Real though, girl. I'm always happy to have you on the show. You can come back again and again. We can do a part three, four, five, seventy-nine. Awesome. Thank you. Anytime you need the show, girl. I'm always here for you. So you got a fan in me. Yeah. I'm always gonna keep Yeah. I wanna see you keep winning. Sincerely, I do. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Oh so thank you. I appreciate you. Oh so guys. Billy and Sherman, rather the pause. Golf, golf claps, guys. Golf claps. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, um, thank you, folks. My name is Anthony Anthem, a.k.a. Black Fabio, a.k.a. Um, El Supremo, a.k.a. El Nino, a.k.a. Um, the Hurricane, a.k.a. Um, Black Lightning, a.k.a. Chocolate Thunder. I'm just kidding. Uh, with that, we're done. <laughs>